You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. What's going on, Reds fans? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's show, I want to break down a couple of non-roster invitees who I think can make some noise coming up here in spring training. Also, we're going to get to a segment of Jib Jab with Joey, and who knows what else we'll get into. But before we do all of that, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at Locked On Reds and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. We'll dive into some Locked On Reds line stuff later on this week. So get your questions in, get your comments in, reactions, whatever you got, send it my way, you know, on the line or on Twitter. And also, uh, before I forget, check out LockedOnReds.com for even more content there on the blog. Most recently, we've got a post by Clay Snowden breaking down if we should be worried about the defense. He's got some good thoughts on that, so definitely check that out. Let's get into just a smidgen news. Not a whole lot going on, but here we go. News team assemble! headline going on today was the Dodgers trading for Mookie Betts and David Price from the Red Sox. They send Alex Verdugo to the Red Sox. They also send Kenta Maeda to the Minnesota Twins. And then the Twins send one of their top pitching prospects, a guy named Brusador Gratterall, to the Red Sox. Brusador. Top name on my list. Top name. But uh, the, the Twins ended up being the third team, the quote-unquote mystery team, because as reports were unfolding on the wonderful Twitter.com about this trade, they were saying a mystery third team is involved. And there were some folks that were even saying that the Reds could be that mystery third team. So that sent all of us on Reds Twitter into a frenzy. That was, that was a lot of fun. And unfortunately, the Reds not involved at all, but that was the big news of the day going around baseball because now the Dodgers have an outfield that boasts two of the best players in all of baseball in Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger. So they're once again one of the favorites. I mean, they were already kind of one of the favorites to win the National League anyway. They're probably the odds-on favorites to win now. I haven't looked at the odds or anything like that, but I imagine they would be. I swear to God, I'm smart. Like I mentioned in the show open, today's focus topic is going to be about the non-roster invitees who have the possibility of making the roster out of spring training. Now, I've, I've got a list of five guys, and it's, it's really three guys 
who I would say even have the chance of doing it, and two dark horses that they would have to just go nuts and just super impress everybody during spring training to even think about making the roster. But these are five guys that I'm looking at. And in no particular order, let's start with a lefty. This guy has a chance to make the roster, if for nothing else, because he throws from the left side, and that's Jesse Biddle. Now, he's kind of an unknown. He hadn't pitched a whole lot in the last couple of years. Last year, he had shoulder issues that he was working through, but he did pitch enough to walk 22 guys and strike out 26. Yeah, those numbers aren't great. But then when you look at his his baseball savant page, He's got some interesting indicators on his pitches. He was in the 99th percentile of fastball spin, so he knows how to twirl that four-seamer a bit. The only problem was the velocity's just okay. It's not super fast. His secondary pitch is a really nasty curveball. Thing breaks vertically and diagonally crazy-like, just really good on the break. The problem is he can't control it which is what led to all of the walks. So he's not a great control pitcher. That'll be the key test for him this spring training is if he can work with Derek Johnson and rein in that control and become a more consistent pitcher. Another guy that I'm looking at, this is a right-hander. I mentioned him whenever the Reds brought him in because he's a very talented guy. Once the closer in waiting for the Milwaukee Brewers, Tyler Thornburg. Dude has a really decent spin on both his fastball and curveball. His fastball was in the 94th percentile, and his curveball was in the 91st percentile. Knows how to spin him. The only problem was he's been through some injury issues, and not the injury issue you're thinking. He won Tommy John, won his shoulder. He dealt with thoracic outlet syndrome. In 2017, what that means was his nerves didn't really move too well through his throwing shoulder. His right shoulder, he said that uh, it was so bad at times, he would just be sitting on the couch watching television, and all of a sudden his right hand would just turn red. It's like uh, bad circulation on steroids. I mean, just crazy. And, And to make matters worse, the way that they had to repair that, they had to remove a rib surgically remove a rib. Funny thing was, if you look uh, any news up about his surgery, he still has the rib. It's in a uh, jar at his parents' house. But yeah, you know, he, he was really good in 2016. Almost the closer for the Brewers. He ends up getting traded to the Red Sox for Travis Shaw and a couple of prospects that don't pan out. And then all of a sudden, he, he has this problem. And he misses all of 2017. And now he has to figure out how to pitch with one less rib. And he hasn't been quite as good since. We'll see if Derek Johnson and the crew can work on him this spring training and make him a viable reliever. There's there's not too many spots. There might only be one spot available for a non-roster invitee. And maybe not even that. These guys are really going to have to impress but Jesse Biddle and Tyler Thornburg are on the list of guys who have that ability to do so. Also, one other guy who I think could impress is Nate Jones. Dude has the talent, but again, was working through some injuries. He had surgery to repair a flexor mass tear in his right forearm last year. And actually, while he was recovering, he got traded to the Rangers from the White Sox. He spent his entire major league career as a Chicago White Sox, 
but when he went to the Rangers, he didn't quite rehab, couldn't get back on the field, and they cut him. And so the Reds got him as a non-roster invitee. Funny enough, his hometown is Butler, Kentucky. And if you've never heard of that, I'll excuse you because I never did either. I had to look it up. On the map, it's just across the river. If you go down to the very, very tip of the point of Ohio and cross the Ohio River, it's like right there. So he grew up around this area, grew up a Reds fan. He even has sort of a cheering section called Nate's Nation who may be at some Reds game. So the Reds added some fans just by adding Nate Jones. Interestingly enough, the last time that he was really good was 2016. He had 70.2 innings pitched that year to the tune of 80 strikeouts. He knows how to pitch 2.29 ERA that year as well. And according to baseball reference, he had a wins above replacement of 2.3. He was a two-win player that year. Pretty good for a reliever. Now, there's two guys who are long shots. One of them's a lefty, one of them's a righty. And I'm looking at relievers here. I don't really think there's going to be any position players who are non-roster invitees that make the roster. And I know some of you are saying, but what about Matt Davidson? He's a two-way guy. He's as much a two-way guy as Cliff Pennington was. Cliff Pennington had as many innings. No, he didn't have that. But Matt Davidson, in his major league career, not just last year, in his major league career, has three innings pitched. That's right. One, two, three innings pitched. He cannot be counted on as a two-way player. Michael Lorenzen is a two-way player far more than Matt Davidson ever is or ever will be. So I'm not really counting him on this list. The two long shots that I got, one lefty, Brooks Raley, came over to the Reds from Korea. He was mostly a starter over in Korea, had 7.5 strikeouts per nine compared to 2.7 walks per nine. Last time he was in the Major League Baseball, he was with the Angels, although he didn't pitch with the Angels in the Majors, but that was back in 2014. He's been over in Korea for about five years. Five, yeah, if I can count right. Uh, the, the funny thing about him, found a quote in a Sewell News website called Yonhap News Agency. And I probably butchered the crap out of that. But the quote from him, this is Brooks Raley talking, he said he is a big believer in sabermetrics. He's going to fit right in. We'll see if it helps him out in spring training. The last long shot I've got, he's a right-hander reliever, David Carpenter. We're not talking about Matt Carpenter or Chris Carpenter from our uh, favorite rival, the Cardinals. No, David Carpenter. Last time he pitched any meaningful innings in Major League Baseball was 2014. He did pitch three and a third innings last year in which he walked four guys, gave up four hits, and gave up four runs. Not fantastic. He's probably a very long shot to make the roster. He would probably have to strike out every batter he faces in spring training, but who knows? Maybe. So those are the guys that I'm looking at. The rest of the guys on the non-roster MIT list either don't have major league experience for me to draw upon conclusions or just aren't guys that we're going to see right out of the gate. We're not going to see Nicola Dolo right out of the gate. We're not going to see Vladimir Gutierrez. I doubt we'll see Alex Powers. There's some folks that are saying he could be an interesting arm out of the bullpen for the Reds this year. I don't think it's going to be out of the gate. Uh, maybe he comes up later on in the season whenever someone gets hurt. I just don't see that happening right away. Positionally, though, I mean, I don't know. Christian Colon, maybe. Francisco Pena, if there's some catcher injuries. Who knows? That's not a whole lot there. Anyway, those are the guys I'm looking at. Coming up here in just a minute, we've got Jib Jab with Joey. 
But first, spring training is almost here, which means Cactus League action is forthcoming. And if you're planning to get out to Arizona to watch the Reds and any and all other Cactus League teams, the best way to get out there is visit Arizona.com slash spring training. Arizona is the perfect home base for baseball fans because you've got 10 stadiums with 15 major league teams all within a 50-mile radius of Greater Phoenix. So you can get to everything. And on top of that, you've got awesome landscapes. I mean, Arizona's known for its outdoor adventures and national parks, lots of great places to explore. But when it comes to the game, I mean, spring training, everyone is so laid back. You can meet your favorite players, get some autographs, and then enjoy some baseball in some nice, warm weather. If you're like me and you live in the tri-state area right now, you're freezing your bunions off, head out to Arizona, warm up, and watch some Reds baseball. Best way to do that, visit Arizona.com slash spring training. Go there and book your spring training excursion today. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that the Locked On Reds podcast is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Reds fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. And not just any podcast listener, but a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Reds fans in a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On Advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. This is the Red Surge, boys. The Red Surge. Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Joey Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Votto. Joey Votto. Joey Votto is delivered. Make it be for victory. In today's Jib Jab with Joey segment, I, I pulled a bit of the chat that he and Jim Day had for the season ticket holders at Reds Fest where they compare, they show like a highlight video of 2010 whenever he was the MVP of the league and the Reds were division champions. And it's funny because Jim Day makes a comment talking about how, you know, today, you know, here recently, last couple of years, seems like the uniform's gotten a little bit tighter. Seems like it was a little bit baggier back then. And Joey's got a really interesting answer. I'm not going to really preface it much more than that. I just wanted to say this, this is a really interesting. I really loved Joey's answer to all of this. So hopefully you enjoy it too. You get older and you slow down a little bit. Your, your swing gets a little bit slower. No, truly, your, your swing gets a little bit slower. You, you feel sore. I, I mean, everybody who's 25 or 30, well, 30 and above can really vouch for this. 
So I decided to change the change my pants because I wanted to I wanted to change my mentality at the plate. I didn't want to have there's something about the way you wear your uniform that carries over to your general demeanor on the field. And so I had these, you know, all the players, excuse me, all the players that I I, I enjoyed in the past had really baggy pants, but they also had like a swagger to them. And that swagger carried into their, or that's, I, I kind of stole that swagger and carried it into my game. As I got a little bit older and, and had to make some adjustments, I decided, okay, that swagger, that swagger kind of approach does not really, I'm not at my most effective. I have to hit like a nerd. And so, and so you see a little bit more of a choke up, obviously, at times. I started wearing my pants tighter and higher because all the nerds wear their pants tighter and higher. So I told myself, you have to hit and behave and think like a nerd. And, um, you know, it's hard to explain, but it sure makes sense to me. You know, it really hits home to me. Hopefully that translates this, uh, this season. Hopefully uh, hitting like a nerd gets him back to where he used to be. I, I don't think, I mean, obviously I've said it multiple times. He's not going to be the power hitter he used to be, but give me that on base percentage. Give me that 420 on base percentage. And man, we are going to the playoffs. I'm feeling it, man. But I always love hearing from Joey on these segments. And uh, we're actually kind of getting close to the end. I'm running out of uh, segments from the talk, but uh, I have enjoyed them. If you missed any of them, you can go back and find them usually on Tuesday episodes. But like I mentioned, Having C. Trent this week, I wanted to have him on the Tuesday episode, so we pushed it to Wednesday. Sorry about that. Anyway, that's going to do it for us today on the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you haven't done so, hit subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to right now. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow Locked On Reds. Also, check out the Locked On Reds blog at LockedOnReds.com. And save the Locked On Reds line into your phone at 513-549-0159. On tomorrow's episode, I want to look at the talk with the Luis Castillo extension thoughts that everybody has. I know Red Reporter had a post about that just a few days ago. wanted to dive into those thoughts that I have on that subject. Also, might do some locked on reds line stuff so get in your questions get in your comments like i like i mentioned before they don't necessarily have to be straight on the reds maybe you just want to know what my favorite i don't know ice cream flavor is it's bully bearcat by the way but get in those questions at 513-549-0159 anyway that's going to do it for today's episode for the locked on reds podcast my name is jeff carr and i'll talk to you all tomorrow